It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and uh, welcome to Footballistically Arsenal. I'm Boyd Hill. We're joined by um, Psychic Ollie again, standing in brilliantly, I have to say, for the other guy. I've forgotten his name. Who is he now? He's gone. I don't know. You sold him, didn't you? Yeah. Is, yeah, we don't care about it. No, Josh, he's in, is he still in Israel? Or is he back he and just can't be bothered? He still is, I believe. Or he might be coming back tonight, who knows? Who knows? He's always off somewhere. Yeah. Um, and we've got, we're joined by Billy Lunn, out of the subways. Hello, hello. First time back since the legendary, <laughs> what can only be described as a drunken appearance on the it podcast. Was, it, was, it was diabolical. And yeah. I, I must apologise no, to all the listeners No, it's fine. It's absolutely fine. But I'm, 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 yeah, we, I mean, we've had, we'll have you back any time. It just so happens. I mean, you're, you're always touring, aren't you? And um, that's this, the that, problem. You check us the vacuum one week, and the, uh, the spirit is willing, but yeah. the physical presence yeah. isn't there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that was legendary. I th- it must still be on iTunes if anyone wants it. It's like it our TFI is. Friday with yeah. um, Sean Thingy, who's just a swear. <laughs> What's his name? You know, from um, Happy Monday, Sean Ryder. Yeah, Sean, Sean Ryder. Thank Ryder, you. Yeah. Um, that's Matt Mason, who's, who is at Q, the magazine right. Q, so he knows about these things. What's your actual? You like Edison now? Matt. Yeah, it's good. Putting you on the spot yeah. there. Yeah, if, if, if we're going to talk about <laughs> yeah. it in public, yeah. basically, Matt's yeah. in charge of Q magazine. Powerful, powerful figure, and reviews. That's why we're now best friends. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and Q says nice things about the subways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The latest record. So yeah, we, we did. Yeah, I was I was behind that. Thank you. Yeah, oh, yeah, I added a star. <laughs> Available in all good record yeah. stores. Yeah. Yeah. What's the latest yeah. record called, Billy? Let's pr- oh, it's self-titled. How lazy are we in our old age? Oh, you done one of them? Oh no, that's that's the most difficult record to make because it's your defining statement. Oh yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Well, our bassist Charlotte came up with it because we did the whole record all by ourselves. So coming. Hundred percent the subways. There you go. Amazing. Uh, yeah, get it, everyone. Um, all Arsenal <laughs> fans should be automatic fans of the subways, obviously. Um, so we're in, we're all in a happy mood because not only is the sun shining uh, in the middle of London on a Tuesday night, um, we're in a giddy world of post Liverpool triumph. Yeah. yeah. Um, so obviously we're going to talk about that endlessly. Is it our profess- was it our best performance of the season? Question mark. Ollie's written on his uh, extensive menu. Um, the case of the defence. How brilliant has our defence been? Um, the fact that Per started rather than Gabriel, um, who would be our uh, centre-back pairing. Um, it's got, got loads of players that come back from loan, obviously, 
Coquelin, Bellerin, etc. And you've mentioned some Spurs players. I don't know why you've done that. Well, yeah, because I think it's been really the year of, of the, the players who are out on loan. And I don't think anyone ever foresaw okay. Coquelin or Bellerin coming into our first team. And even like, talking about, I mean, Harry Kane is leading the goal scoring charts. And he yeah. was bloody useless a year ago. No, that's true, yeah. Playing I'm, for was it not, Leicester or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not entirely sure if our listeners want to talk about Harry Kane. I know, I just saying. thought I'd put it in there because just it's saying. all about loan oh, players yeah, no, coming no, back in. It is chuckle-worthy that they do say he's one of our own, though. It, it, oh, God, you know, yeah, it's, I know. Yeah. There are pictures yeah. of him wearing an arsehole. Yeah, we move on, we move on. Yeah, and okay. it was chuckle-worthy they made him captain as well. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, and they were shit against um, Burnley, was it? Yeah. Um, Arsene in or out? Well... We've yeah. got to have it back, so don't this, we? This is a good point you've made. The good question you've asked here, quite rightly, Ollie, is has anyone's views changed? Now, I have to come clean, because obviously I wrote a thing in The Standard a few mm. months ago, basically saying that I think he should go. Not that we should sack him. Let me make that clear. I, I did come down on the side of it's time, probably time for him to go, kind of, you know, when he sees fit, basically. So, I think we've all flip-flopped at right. some point Thank in our Thanks, career. Thanks for defending me. <laughs> <laughs> but I still get... After every, like after the performance on Saturday, I still get people going. Oh, you know, what do you think now? Like the first, yeah, their first yeah. thought. There's a huge number of people out there whose first thought is to have a go at the perceived Wenger out people, and not that I'm one of them. Yeah, but, but it's yeah. when we lose, everyone has a go yeah. at the Wenger. I mean, it's yeah. Still, so anyway, still we'll, boring, but topical. we'll touch on that. Okay. Uh, Burnley away. Is that our next game? Yeah. Yeah, you're Saturday. going to regret saying Spurs with shit against oh, yeah, them. Yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah, kind yeah, of good point. Mate. <laughs> good point. Yeah, very good point. Um, anyway, let's, Matt. You must have been there. Yes. In the bit below me, where I sit. Yes, did I you hear the guy banging the I, thing? I didn't. I, we were so noisy for once. I think yeah. must have well, I was going to mention that. Cause, yeah, so you sit below me, and I, I'm in posh club level, obviously, and we're on the second row, and the guy in front, is this, they bangs the side of the stand, basically, kind of yeah. like metal strip or whatever, really loudly, and Matt can hear it. That, that's us. Um, well, not me, but that doofus there who bangs the thing. <laughs> anyway, but what I was going to say was, the atmosphere was brilliant, wasn't it? I yeah. thought, like, remarkable. And not just like, once we scored... But I thought right from the start, was that due to our fans or their fans? Would you, would you reckon? I don't know. I, I, it's interesting where we, we are. There's, there's a pack of us that start standing. Oh, yeah. And Troublemakers. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and you kind of know what the atmosphere is going to be like, uh, given how long you're able to stand without feeling the pressure to sit down. Right. And it's been a long time. You know, Spurs games always used to be united. The big European games, you knew you could stand all game. But this season, I've not really felt that at all. Even in the Spurs game at home, it was like people started sitting down. And said, all right, we're going down today. But it was like, all right, everyone's up for this today. Yeah. There was something. I think in people's minds, there was revenge for the five-one last season. There was, you know, what was at stake at this game? We could put them out of fourth place. Yeah. You know, and essentially, you know, it was a big game. Yeah, it was a big, it was game. A huge game for yeah. us on, on so many levels. And, and I think the crowd. Crowd felt that. Yeah. I think the, the kickoff time helped. We all woke up thinking about the game, desperate to get to the game, I think. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, you could get, wake up and pretty much go straight there, have a bit of breakfast. Yeah, they I were was, serving hideous breakfast rolls in the I club was level. fine that the 12.45 games are, are actually a detriment, really. To well, I mean, our performance often but, is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. but I mean, for the, do you mean for the, for the um, atmosphere or just or for the performance? I think for both. I mean, no, kind no, of no. like, you know, you want to go to the pub, not that I do, but you go to the pub and you get all, you know, drinking and everyone's kind of like well up for it. And I think the 12.45 games don't really allow for too much time. But, you know, saying that, clearly something, something happened. Yeah. I think it was also the team. We came out all guns blazing yeah. for yes, the first did, five yeah. minutes. And I think that got everyone on, you know, the side. You know, when we sometimes go into nil-nil at f- after 45 minutes and it's, it's always just a little bit, like, frustrating and you kind of can't get yourself up for it. But the players really, really, you know, from the off, were well on it. it yeah, they great. were attacking, weren't they, Billy, right from the beginning? Yeah, and um, the goals were just phenomenal as well. I mean, I wasn't watching on time. I was doing something 
band orientation. Were you? So I was indisposed. Um, but I had somebody um, sending me vines of every goal. And oh, every time, it was, it was sort of the laugh out loud, oh my God, that was amazing. Do you have but, a vine assistant, like someone just specially paid just to take vines of stuff you miss? I, I'm not rich enough to pay him, oh, okay. but he is a fan, oh, so okay. he does oh, get kudos nice. on Twitter for that's it. Good. Yeah. Oh, very good. But uh, no, it was absolutely amazing. Um, and it was, it, was, it was good as well seeing us scoring, um, or two of the goals before half-time were outside the area. And then, well, Giroud's as well was outside the area. It's just great seeing us net those goals. You know, yeah, it was incredible. Yeah, it was it's the ruthlessness of it. You yeah. know, it, it, uh, when Ramsey missed that chance, you know, two or three people around me were muttering Wilshire against United. Like, yeah. Oh, here we go, yeah. Yeah. we've missed our opportunity. But then just to hit them with that barrage and put the game away like that, yeah. so unlike us. But it was. I, I said the exact same thing: the Wilshire against United moment, because we, when we played against Magic, we were all over them. Couldn't get that first goal, and it's so important to get the first goal in a game like this. And it was just like, oh, it's not going to happen. And then Liverpool slowly got themselves back into the game. And when what Markovic went through on Carl, I was just like, oh, this is United all over again. But thank God. There were a couple of chances. They did was, have a couple. I mean, there were teeth drying moments. Yeah. But, you know, I think we sort of, um, we lucked our way out of it in the same way that sometimes other teams would luck yeah. their way out of it. And, um, but, you know, it was one of those games where even when we conceded a penalty and you thought, oh, crikey, here we go. But, it wasn't genuinely a here we go moment. It was like, do you know what? Yeah. We can deal with this. Yeah. I think we'll be fine. Yeah, I, th- I think I, at half time, I said to someone as I was kind of walking out of our row, I said, it, it's typical Arsenal that I don't feel that this game is safe yet. Yeah. But yeah. the way we played for, until the penalty, the kind of very professional way, the way yeah. we closed it down, you just thought, they'll get that penalty. There's no way they're scoring again. It wasn't great because yeah, we were pressing sure. them as well, weren't we? You're right from the, like, not only we were being very creative and creating chances, but we were also, every time they got the ball, we didn't let them. So we did that thing, which we off, we, can't, we can only do, I think, like once every like three or four games yeah. we can play that way because they get kind of exhausted and they lose concentration. But it was like they were relentless pretty much. I mean, they did have chances, but we still limited them, didn't yeah. we? Very well. I, I, was, I was kind of felt that if they did score, we'll just go and score. Yeah, it never felt... Yeah, it actually... I know, oh, you mean, Matt, but I actually never felt... I, I was pretty relaxed about it. Do you think it was our best performance of the season? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Because of that ruthlessness, yeah. I think. You yeah. know, the combination of the ruthlessness and the solidity at the back. And what was your favourite goal of the, uh, of the four magnificent goals that we scored, Billy? Um, Out of the four um, uh, vines you got? Uh, yeah, I did actually end up watching the game, just oh, in case anyone's okay, wondering checking, I didn't yeah. actually see any of yeah. the play. Um, I would say Giroud, because I do have a soft spot for Giroud and a hard spot too. But um, no, I think he's, I think he's an incredible player. Yeah, in yeah. the pants, in yeah. the pant- pantula region. Yeah. No, I do think he's an incredible player, and I think he's one of our most stylistic players as well. Um, there's just a great... Stylistically great, awesome. Yeah, sty, stylistically, footballistically brilliant. Yeah. Um, and not just the hair. But the, his first touch, his second touch, and then just the look up, and it was absolutely fantastic. Um, but yeah, you know... I, oh, I think, free kick? Oh, yeah. I mean, that I, was I mean, amazing. That, that, that was, was amazing. The, that but was I think a that was partially to down to Mignolet's positioning. He really should have had but, that. But... but oh, yeah, two come on, Matt. Yeah, come on. No, go on. But Ozil saw that and exploited exactly, it. Yeah, you know. Exactly. Yeah. If, if Mignolet had been positioned differently, Ozil he may probably have taken would have placed the kick it over the wall. Yeah. Yeah. And also, yeah. when's the last time we scored a free kick like that? Absolutely. Oli, have you got the stat? I've not got It's probably it. Sanchez. Sanchez, though, when was that? Oh, right. um, that was Southampton, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, not that long ago. And there was one where he hit the wall and was so angry about it, came back to and leathered it. Oh, yeah, that's true. That was a 3-3. Three, three. Three. But I thought that Ozil free kick was kind of historic because... 
just like for him, like, yes, because he also yes. he, there was a ba- he had a bad moment about five minutes previously. Don't you remember? He, there was a long ball played to him, and he yeah. didn't control it. Yes. He let it go out, yeah. and everyone had a go at him in our area. The kind of anti Ozil yeah. people, and then for five minutes later for him to score that yeah. free kick, I thought was amazing. The, and then the, from the, then on, he was great. The two interesting things about it is that the moment he got fouled, he grabbed the ball and. Cazorla yes. and I think Sanchez came over and he made it very clear I want this one. Yeah. And he'd been practising similar kicks before the game. But also he ran over, when he celebrated, he looked up. Now, oh yeah, he was looking at Well, I like to think he was looking at, because that's where the BT Sport area is. Oh, yeah. I like to think he was looking for oh, Michael, Michael Owen. Owen. Yeah, Michael yeah, Owen, probably, features. Yeah, yeah, he probably had friends <laughs> and family yeah. Michael Owen, I'm glad yeah. you brought this up. Michael Owen, so he, on BT Sport, I mean I recorded the whole thing, so I watched it later that night about three in the morning. Um, and in the build-up, Michael Owen said that Ozil wasn't as good as that idiot from place to live. What's his name? The, Raheem Sterling. And even Piers, like, even Piers Morgan came out of that world because then he had to go later at him and said, you know, what an idiot you are. That was quite amusing, that one. That was quite good. I mean, obviously, we all hate Piers Morgan. He's an idiot. But um, <laughs> he did actually have a point. But Michael Owen, is like, not only is he the world's worst pundit, he gets everything wrong all the time. Yeah. He also said that Arsenal wouldn't qualify for Champions League. Like, it's, it says it every year. Every he's, year he's done it consistently. Yeah. It's consistently. When are you going to learn? He's achieved yeah. it. Yeah. It's, it's like, when will you learn, Michael Owen? We always do that. Like, even, yeah. you know, like, even the worst pundit in the world can realise the one thing we are going to do is qualify for Champions he always League. Defends yeah. himself on Twitter saying well what are you getting worked up for it's a bit of fun it's not a bit of fun because people pay for the newspapers they pay for the BT subscriptions he takes his wage from that and he's fucking useless (laughs) I think that's where a lot of the anger stems from it's like you're fucking paid for this Okay, we can all spout bullshit opinions like you do but at least you get paid for it but not only does he spout bullshit opinions he's always wrong and it was incredibly embarrassing Robert Ozil yeah you're you're right but he also he's he's the most boring um, expert pundit whatever you want I mean he's not an expert don't call him an expert but everything he's Anything but an expert. No, no. He's got that shrill, like yeah. high pitched, oh. monotone. What is, why are they employing him? What does BT Sport think the fault is? These factors add into our anger. That's what yeah. I think. That's that's why we all hate embarrassing. him so much. It was embarrassing. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was a very good point. Yeah. Maybe Matt, that's all they can afford after spashing out a lot of money on Champions League for next year. So oh, maybe knows? yeah. But I do think BT Sport have got the worst lineup of punt. I mean, they've got they've got someone else. Well, they've fuck got, they've them got Fletcher and Sav. Stupid advert, advert as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's someone's a, remake. They, yes, they have. Yeah. Yes. So on the yeah, there's a kind of remake of the of the of the them having a go. Sorry, I'm swearing a lot, but we're talking Michael Owen and we're talking. No, no, you're allowed to swear. Yeah, uh, you're entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. um, well, I was, I was going to say something. Oh, yeah, but who is that? They've got another terrible pundit as well. I, can't, uh, I mean, even, even McManum isn't very good, I don't think. Anyway, yeah. we'll go off of BT Sport eventually. Um, and the other thing is, of course, is that, is that we're now in second place and City having brilliantly lost last night to uh, Crystal Palace. I mean, we're now favourites, basically, for, which I think is quite exciting. I said this last week, it was exciting, and some people went, again, Piers Morgan to quote him. Is like, oh, you know, second is meaningless. It's not meaningless, is it? It's definitely an improvement. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I temper that with, I'm really excited about being second. I think yeah. It's brilliant. But I temper it with, I remember going back to late July, we'd signed Sanchez, we'd signed Chambers, we'd signed Espina, and you thought a defender's coming, a defensive midfielder's coming, and we can really challenge. And that didn't happen, and we haven't challenged that season. And it's a step down from that expectation. I think, for, yeah, the frustration is actually last season, although we did finish fourth, we actually had a challenge, albeit it faltered in March time. This year, there has been no challenge. And it's just so happened that we've put a great run together and put ourselves in a position to come second. Is that an improvement on last season? Yes, positionally wise, but we didn't challenge for the Premier League title. And that's what we need to, to be doing and we should be doing. 
But if you're looking at... Can I just bring... Well, we have to address the, the actually are we in the running. Because last night, right, when City... We're now two points ahead. Are we one point or two points ahead? Two points ahead. Two points of City. And they were still asking Pellegrino whether they're in a shout with the champ to win the league. I mean, well, if they're asking him, we're two points ahead. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, why are they asking us? I mean, it's now... You know, there is now a mathematical possibility. I and mean, we play Chelsea on, on uh, Sunday, 26th of April at but home. even last season when we were, what, 12 points ahead? Yeah. Maybe, I think, nine points ahead. Yeah. People were... Oh, no, no, we never they, believed we were going to We were, were never win. even no. in the shout yeah. for the Premier no, League I title. Agree. And I think, actually, that may have affected... Even though it shouldn't have, because, you know, there are a bunch of professionals... I think it did shake them up. It's like, what? Yeah. We're nine points ahead and we're still not, you know, being talked about in the newspapers yeah, and on, yeah. on TV and that kind of thing for the, uh, you know, for the Premier League title. Do you think it's insane for me to even mention the Premier League no, title? No, uh, you know, I, 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 th- I think we've got Ollie's quality. Saying, yes, no, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I think... Um, Didn't know, someone we were point talking out... Earlier, we were yeah. talking earlier about um, all the... One of the, one of the Nigerian guys um, was talking about all the. He listed all the teams that we'd lost against, but that's nothing surprising about Arsenal. Oh yeah, Leicester, Swansea, United, Spurs, season. Southampton. Yeah, but the thing about the so we need, obviously we need Chelsea to drop points, but someone pointed out I don't know someone the statistic that this time in their run in last year their points tally if they get the same points tally as that this year as they got last year the last eight games if you see what I mean mm. then we we do stand a chance of winning. Yeah. But then we have to win. Every yeah. single one of us. Well, we've, we've won every the last, what, seven? Eight yeah. Games yeah, but then wasn't it Pete said last week, or well, a couple of weeks ago actually, he's like, in order for us to win our remaining, what, seven or eight games, we'd have to break our record of, of wins in a row, which was yeah. back in night. Records are made to be broken, are yeah. we? But I just can't see. Just throwing that cliche in. And I, I, imagine <laughs> if we do and we don't win the league. That would be remarkable. Like to go I mean, obviously, games. I don't believe we're going to win the league for a second. I'm just, just throwing it out there. Well, numerically, all, all we need is four wins or four good games, and, and Chelsea need four bad games. Yeah. I, I still think Our Chelsea have it in them to have some pretty shit games. Yeah, I, uh, me too, yeah. Yeah, but four defeats, I think. You know, because yeah. it's, it's, it's effectively... Yeah, but it's it's if they win their game in hand, we need them to lose their game in hand yeah, and then still well. drop seven points after that. That's, that's two defeats yeah. and... No, that's true. You just can't see it from me. They got QPR away this weekend. I mean, they don't like playing QPR. I think think QPR have beaten them a couple of times Mm. or got something from it over the last couple of seasons. It's annoying they won that game on um, Saturday. Yeah. If that wonder goal had, uh, had that, got, that at least got like a draw. And still they managed to conjure a win out of it. A piece of ludicrous luck. Yeah, totally, yeah. Absolutely ludicrous luck. Um, So, I mean, anything else you want to say about that? It's just, do you think, like, this is... I'm going to ask, I'll ask the same question I've asked the last few weeks, but is it final proof that we're all wrong about Arsene Wenger? Billy. Matt um, was going to answer the question, now I've gone to Billy. I, I, I'm almost sick and tired of sort of talking about the Arsene Wenger question. I sort of framed this whole Arsene Wenger in and out thing um, by stepping outside the box and looking at what a lot of other fans think about Arsene Wenger and what they think of our club and our players and our style of football and that kind of thing. And they just... Like, my wife's an Aston Villa supporter, and every single season it's, are we going to get relegated even when they're sort of in the top Mm. eight? So, um, you know, I I think we've been incredibly lucky to have someone like Arsene Wenger managing our club and giving us all the joy that he's given us and providing us with the stadium that we, you know, that we go to every single week, or you guys go to every single week. I go intermittently as often as I can. Um, 
so I am always going to be an Arsene Wenger. Like someone sent me a tweet today because I was I mentioned that I was going to be on the podcast and in straight away, straight away, it was like, oh, you're going to justify Arsene oh, Wenger yeah, I still being there. And I'm like, well, yeah. of course I am <laughs> because he's he's a genius. I think he's done a lot for our. For Do you us. get any? We're still competing. I think. I think you're right. Do you get any perception, Matt? Looking at, I was, I was looking at the the, the two tribes, the Wenger tribe, the the, the anti Wenger are kind of low, are kind of chilling out a bit and are kind of lessening their antagonism, antagonism towards them. Antagonism? Antagonism towards them. Yeah, but it doesn't feel permanent from them because, you know, always, obviously, vitriol and opprobrium always feels stronger. You know, yeah. Stronger emotion. And you just feel that they're keeping quiet for the moment and waiting for their moment. Um, I mean, I, like you, boy, I warmed to the idea of change. Yes. Earlier in the season, yes. if it could be done with the kind of dignity yes. that, that he deserves. Oh. Now, you know, I think if Pep Guardiola suddenly said, I'm available, we'd have to think about it. But I struggle to find anyone that, with that particular squad of players who he's already worked with, who Mm. are playing, you know, playing for him, I struggle to think of anyone that could do a better job at the moment than him for the next season or so. Ollie, could you... I I agree exactly with what Matt's saying, but for me, it's the same every year. Back in 2007, 2008, we had that title-winning team and we, we blew it away, we drew against Birmingham famously um, in the last minute um, and it all went you know, to shits and the same happened last season and then every other season you know, when, we don't, when we're trying to get top four we go on a run but when we're trying to get, win, the, win the league we go on a run of not winning and losing games and dropping points and that's my, still my frustration with Arsene Wenger is when the pressure's not really there he tends to get the best out of the players and it's the most important part of the season is it's the final third. And, yeah, we're going on a great run at the moment and we'll hopefully finish second. But when we're top of the league like we were last year, we've got to be going to places like Stoke and winning. Mm. And we just don't seem to do it when it really, really matters. And that's my frustration with Arsene Manga. So, for me, I mean, I'm, I'm never, I'll never sort of shout from the rooftops and say, Arsene's got to go because I don't believe that someone's going to come in and do a better job than him. But, as Matt says... Pep Guardiola, and you know, I'll, I'll take him all day long because I think he can take this team to the next level. But it's just frustrating. It's Groundhog Day every single year. We go on a great run and we come top four. You know, can we do something? You know, can we mount a title challenge next year? Oh, maybe we can, but then we'll falter. It's, it's so boring. But if we, if we come second this year, though, that, isn't that slightly less boring? And if we're like win the cup, <laughs> like this, this huh? uh, and nice. win the cup, would yeah. be nice. Yeah, so we get to the that cup final. So we play Liverpool in the cup. I'd final. rather come fourth and, and have a title challenge. What? Bit, yeah, I would. Our last season for me and winning the FA Cup and coming fourth was a more exciting season than this year because after five games, I was like, oh well, we're not gonna we're not gonna win the league. And I think everyone right. in this room and every Arsenal supporter knew that. So we just knew we were, we were challenging for fourth. If we Challenge for the title up until March and then fall away. But Billy At least made I had the, excitement for like but, seven months. But Billy made the point that we never really believed you would couldn't win the league anyway, even when we were challenging. I think he's right. We kind I, th- of, I think we. I don't remember anyone going, "Oh yeah, I think we actually will win the league." I think our heads said no, but our hearts oh. said, "Yeah, we can." But we never outwardly spoke about it because it was like, "Oh, if we say we can win it and then we don't, then we'll look stupid." I think for me, it's just frustration because we 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 should be doing better than we're doing. I know we're second in the league, but. We, we we should actually I think well if we look at everything yeah. as a bit, it's interesting as a whole, how sh- we should be closer to Chelsea. Yeah, it's interesting how shit City have got, isn't it? And like, you, I look at that and I think, well, you know, they're struggling against some terrible, some mediocre teams, and like it's not just us that have, you know, they're going through a, a kind of Arsenal esque almost to me, old school mm. Arsenal yeah. period. 
And you're like, can and they've you know they've got a better score than us, or at least they've got a much more expensive score than us. But I, I think um, you know uh, what was weird about winning the FA Cup was that for so long everyone was saying, um, yeah, you, but you haven't won a title, you haven't won a cup, you haven't you know, and then we win it, and it's yeah, but are you going to win another one? Are you going to win another? <laughs> oh, yeah. And it almost yeah. like. It, I, I just want when we won the FA Cup, I just wanted to turn around and go, right, there's your cup. Now shut up, because <laughs> um, I, I I feel you know how the whole Barcelona Mexican club and that kind of thing. I just feel that Arsenal do quite a lot of stuff the right way. I mean, we were talking about Chelsea before we started the podcast, um, and title or no, I'm so glad, so glad that we are not a Chelsea. That we are a club that supports the LGBT community. That we're a club that you know um, supports um, all sorts of charities, and that you know there's just a big heart at Arsenal Centre that I think so magical that with or without a cup, I'll always have such a love for this club. And it's weird; it's all so weird. But the dark times, in a weird, weird way, are kind of magical too, <laughs> because. It's, it reminds you of... This is a good speech, Bill. Isn't it? Yeah. It's spoken it's, like a songwriter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, it, you know, it show, and, then, and then all of a sudden you come out and the team pulls together and you've had a terrible run and you've had a run of injuries and then all of a sudden we come back and we beat Man U at Old Trafford and Danny Welbeck scores against them. And, and then we, you know, we, we play against Liverpool who beat us... Was it earlier? Was it uh, earlier in the season? It was earlier in the no, season. No, we drew. Was it last Liverpool. season? Last season, the five-one. It was last season with mm. the five-one, you know. And then you know we managed to beat them four-one uh, with some absolutely sublime goals. And after everyone has been <laughs> repping Sterling to the hilt, you know, and then Özil comes on and, and, and just winks at everybody. It, it, there, there's a certain magic that Arsenal has that sort of bypasses the whole Chelsea racism money oligarch thing the whole sort of very temporal thing that Manchester City have where it's all bling and extremely corporate and the same with Manchester United where we all know that their supporters live in Kent come on but we're the Arsenal <laughs> don't you actually live in Kent? no I don't okay. no. I mean this is a pretty good, <laughs> it's bringing an absolute tear I knew it was a home Sorry, game, but, but, this is a yeah, tremendous you know, uh, I, this is what, you know, we've won the FA Cup we have another chance to win the FA Cup we're in second Chelsea could falter. We could push for the title. Um, we've definitely got Champions League next season. Um, let's all just smile. The weather's great. Look at that. Isn't it beautiful? Let's all just smile and, and enjoy it for a while. You know, we're playing some sublime football. Sorry. Go no, it's good. Matt, do you want to throw in some negativity? Just to, oh, well, yeah, uh, well, I mean, I, I no, completely no, I completely no, agree please, with Billy about about no, no, about the heart and the spirit of the club. And I've, I, I'm sure supporters of every club think their club's special, but I've, I've always felt that for the reasons Billy's outlined, that Arsenal is a special club, mm. which makes the whole ticket price thing so of disappointing course. to me. Yeah. Because oh yeah, there was a demonstration, wasn't there? We should mention that actually. Yeah, it was great. Is that on the roundabout? What did you go? Yeah, on the roundabout yeah. where oh, Liverpool I, and uh, Arsenal fans together demo demonstrated, didn't they? I mean, I didn't go, but I, sh- I mean, we all should really go because yeah. we all complain. But, but they, we never, we, we don't do. And that's why Arsenal, Arsenal rely on our complacency. They know that yeah. they hike the ticket prices and will yeah. still come. But, but wasn't the weird thing about that demonstration was they missed the first ten minutes of the game? Wasn't wasn't did, that what they were deliberately doing? Was that right? No, or did no they, they, they decided. I think if there were enough numbers for it to have an effect, that they would. But they did. As one missed the game. But they right. had that banner going across the home support into yeah. the away support about the price being sixty-four yeah. pounds and yeah. where's the five billion pounds? I mean, it's it's a ridiculous price. Um, but ultimately, 
we pay it. So yeah. Yeah. no, it was good to see that to see that demonstration in Yeah. I, mean, I think Liverpool fans are pretty. I'm 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 pretty pro Liverpool fan, I have to say. I, I mean, the, the there's, there's love in between atmosphere. Liverpool fans and Arsenal, and I think it all stems back yeah. to a little bit to 1989 yeah, when we came and gave the flowers to yeah. the supporters. Um, and there's been that respect because I th- I also think that I look at Liverpool and I think they do things the right way, very similar yeah. to us. Yeah. And I think there's that mutual respect. Oh, it's beautiful. Um, on a more um, uh, banal level, in many ways, let's. Do you want to talk about this loanage? Actually, I'll just mention that Coquelin was the man of the match. Wasn't oh, it? fantastic! Because yeah. the bo- yeah. wonder goals, like four wonder goals, yeah. brilliant. But he was astonishing. There's a great picture of uh, just after Sanchez's goal, where Sanchez is kind of peeling away, celebrating the distance. But the focus of the picture is just Coquelin looking at the crowd, <laughs> yeah. fist yeah. pumped. Yeah. Just think, we've yeah. missed that kind of play. Yeah, I mean, he is amazing, isn't he? And he's, we have kind of, again, we've without wanting. I'm not. I'm not dissing. Thing, but it's kind of all happened by accident, isn't it? That he's ended up being yeah. really our hero yeah, of sure. the season. And it, there have been some absolutely incredible moments with Coquelin. With, um, and again, it's, I, I don't think it's the fact that he does get... He's like Flamini with talent. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, he's still young. Yeah. Do we want to find out how old he is? Because I don't know, though. I'm going to say 24. Right. I, think I, think I think he's older. I think he's young. I think he's 22. 22. Really? Oh, maybe, yeah. 22. You're saying 22. Do I'll go 23. I'll say 22. No, I think 22's... Okay, but he, you know, what's amazing is he wasn't getting in Charlton's team. Yeah, Yeah. and then he comes in and he is probably. If you look at the second half of the season when we put this run together, he's been integral to that, and he's been our. Probably best player. I mean, I think, you, I think he's been the most important because, player. Yeah, yeah. Hasn't I think, he? but it's yeah. twenty-three by the way. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. You were right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, I, I adjusted. Well done. Okay. But he's but older than you might think, considering yeah. he's not like you know he's not at all. But he's been loaned out and loaned out yeah. and loaned out, a little bit like Harry Kane as, at Tottenham. Loaned out yeah. and loaned out and loaned out, and no one was like this player's fantastic. Um, and I remember actually Alex Song went to Charlton on loan, and everyone at Charlton said he's great. We didn't, we didn't see at the time. Mm. And, and he came back and, and he was very good. But everyone at Charlton was like, Coquelin's yeah. not great and he's come in and the, he is the first person on that team sheet. Yeah, yeah And think- uh, the people, you know, people have a go at Wenger and say, well, you know, he, he, he wasted that, he didn't spot him. But clubs send, you know, send their scouts to every game, you know, reserve mm. level, send them to Charlton games. No one else was banging down our door to sign him. You know. Yeah, that's true. But I think also is that... Um, I remember reading somewhere that Wenger said that Coquelin wanted to play box to box. And that's probably what... Was it Charlton or Brentford he went to? Charlton. Charlton. Um, I, think, I, I get the feeling that at Charlton he probably played box to box and he, he was adamant that he was doing that. And because we needed that defensive midfielder position and maybe he wasn't getting the... I don't think he was getting the games either at Charlton, was he? No. no. Um, he's, Arsene Wenger turned, must have turned to Coquelin. This is pure conjecture by the way but I get the feeling that he's turned to Cochrane and said look we can give you the games but you have to play ball winning that's your game you know you're a ball winner yeah, yeah. Um, and he's got in the and team also, and we need, that's what we needed yeah, I mean, yeah. Exactly. more than anything and he said you'll get first team at the Arsenal play ball winner I think interesting thing I mate he's a Palace fan I spoke to him after the Palace game he said you know what? I, don't th- I didn't think Cochrane played that well on the ball but what he did do, he was in the referee's ear the whole oh, game. Yeah, and we've, I think we haven't had a whinger since Vieira. No. Yeah. And we've missed that. Yeah. You know, he's, he's, a, he's oh, another horrible, he's a kind of leader figure, isn't he? Great character. Because yeah. uh, uh, one of the games a 
can't remember which, but everyone's celebrating and he's running over going, all right, lads, we've got two more goals yeah, Exactly, to score. exactly. And it, you know, he's, yeah. he's, he's sort of uh, pulling them back down to earth. So, yeah, as well as being like a great ball winner, a great, you know, a great sort of fighting spirit, I think he's, he's probably another vocal character in the dressing room, another arguer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and you're arguing theory. Yeah, you're saying they're argumentative. Yeah. Out, It'll be interesting in a to good see. way. I'm probably having dreams. I'm, these, these quotes probably. No, I like the fact that you got. No, I think it makes sense. Yeah, uh, it will be interesting to see what happens in the summer if Wenger does yeah, go out. Will. Because when when he was doing really well was the Man City game and continued on, I was like, now Wenger knows how important a defensive midfielder is. He'll go and get one in the summer. But Cockerlands has got better and yeah. better and better. And now I'm like, well, everyone mentioned Schneider, and I put it in the menu. But oh, yeah, do, yeah, do do we need him? I, I mean, think so. I think, I think we still uh, need in him. In the two yeah. players in every position, because yeah. I think yes. Arteta and Flamini are gone, so we need yeah. Cochrane and someone else. Right? And we should also mention um, Bellerin, because that was, that was a brilliant goal. Do we, yeah. we knew he had it in him? I mean, that was just... Well, he scored that fantastic goal against Villa, didn't he? Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, he was involved in the um, the rather transparent April fall about the left-footed ball. Yes. And then I started to believe when he hit <laughs> with his left foot like that. So. Yeah. But he made those sorts of runs earlier in the season. Or, uh, yeah, when he, yeah. when he got back into the team. He yeah. made those runs, but didn't necessarily finish them. But he's got the finish now. Yeah, yeah. he's also got, he's got a brilliantly French face about him, hasn't he? Do you know what I mean? He just I love so, his smile. Yeah. He didn't his quite know how to celebrate. Yeah, yeah, he's like, like yeah, where have his eyes gone? <laughs> he was yeah. shocked, wasn't he? Yeah, one yeah. of my friends mentioned, he's like, he doesn't know how to celebrate a goal. Obviously, he's a, he's a right back, so he doesn't score many. But in, he, was on low <laughs> la- he was on loan last season again uh, for Watford, I think it was. And again, nothing really made of it. I mean, no one really said, oh, Bellerin, he's great. But I guess a right back, you're never gonna be, he's never going to shine as a right back. But for us, you know, two great surprise packages of the season. Two players who were out on loan, one last year, one at the beginning of this year. And they've come in and they've been, you know, you, you can't take them out of the team. How long till Xavi starts talking about Bellerin's uh, Barca DNA, do you think? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, yeah, very yeah. soon. Yeah. And what about, what about do we, were we happy with our central defensive partnership? Would we rather see Gabrielle in? Than um, Pear, for example, Pear started. On I Saturday. mean, I was, I was got, every time Sterling got the ball, I was like, oh god, oh god, yeah. oh god, oh god. And Bellerin actually had to come in and, and help, which kind of left the the right side um, a little bit exposed. So for me, I was quite surprised that, that Wenger went for the slowness yes. of Per Mertesacker over Gabriel Gabriel Paulista. I don't know whatever his name is, um, but you know, for for me. A game like that, when you're playing against a, you know the pace of Sterling, I would have started Gabriel. Yeah, and he looked pretty good once he came on as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're nearing the end of the podcast. We're only 32 minute in 19 second points, so we have to turn our attention to Burnley away on Saturday. Are we uh, doing predictions? Because you know we're I love gearing predictions. up. <laughs> yeah, you know you're back now, and you have to do predictions. It's part of the whole um, format. It's part of the whole format of the, of the podcast. It's, it's an key. important... People miss them if we don't do them. It's so good. just be thinking of it. But yeah. I notice on... I'm looking at um, uh, uh, Ollie's menu, and it says, next pod, Thursday, 16th of April, semi-final special. Well, have we got, like, people... Have we got the cup in the studio or something? Or <laughs> hey, Josh, Josh told <laughs> me that he was going to do a uh, semi-final special. Sounds very exciting. I mean, what does that mean? I'm putting it all on him now. Okay. Fine. Yeah, he should do this. Better First be fair. This better be, you know, I'm looking. I'm, I'm yeah, expecting really building. Yeah, up. Josh is going to message me after. I think, afterwards, he's going to be, "What on earth are you yeah. on?" Yeah, I think that means we're going to have four people talking about the, what's going to happen in the semi-final. I mean, it's still it's, it's yeah. great. I, who lo- everyone loves a trip to Wembley. Yeah, I mean, I'm not even going to be there. Have you got tickets? Where are you going to be? I'm going to Antigua on Saturday what? for the first um, test match. Um, what? Hold on. Yeah, you prioritise cricket, cricket over football. over the FA Cup well, semi-final. When, I put these the fic, well no but I actually I booked it in August when the, whenever England announced this tour to the West Indies I, I booked my flight straight away um, and I was praying 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 that the game would be on Sunday 
Um, and I'm literally flying back. I will know the result, thankfully, before a nine-hour journey back to the UK. But, yeah, cricket. I love Not a bit of cricket. Know. Do you? So, nice. I mean, Burnley away, great. I've, I thought Burnley away, <laughs> Sunderland at home. Those are the games I'm missing. <laughs> oh, bloody brilliant. And now there's a bloody FA Cup semi-final. Oh, OK, we'll almost let you off. OK, have you got a ticket, Matt, for the semi-final? I have, yes. Yeah, I believe I have. Someone's organised it for me. Billy, are you going to be able to go? Um... I am going to try my darn this. Okay. I'm going to see if I can use my um, very limited uh, industry connections. I would like it. Yeah. But we'll Have you ever played an official Arsenal event? No. Oh. But it's if about time, isn't it, if they're listening. Yeah, you're available. But Stuart McFarlane, the um, Arsenal photographer, oh, yeah. he, uh, he saw us at Glastonbury last year, which was a big moment for me. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah he's a very good photographer. Yeah, yeah, yeah very yeah. good. So, Does he yeah. spend, so you, did you speak to him? No, no. Oh, I, I'm I fascinated think by him because he spends his entire life taking pictures of Arsenal players. Yeah. Look, that's a brilliant life, isn't it? He's basically plotted the visual history of Arsenal. Yeah. Does he do anything else? Does he take photos of anyone else? No. Oh. He's, he's, he what lives and reads Arsenal. It's like, um, uh, is it Robert, Robert Fagg who, who, who makes all the meals as well? For, Apparently for he's Arsenal. not an Arsenal fan, though, I heard. I oh, heard it. Really? Yeah. Who, the Robert. photographer or the chef? No, the chef. Bloody I heard hell. he's not an Arsenal. I thought, oh, well, not, I have no idea, true. but someone mentioned, someone said, oh, it's what outrageous. great job, but apparently, I don't know if he is, maybe he isn't, but I'm not <sighs> sure. Yeah. Oh, I'm not happy about that. Yeah. Um, oh, okay, so, okay, you didn't speak, but is there, he, so he, no, he's aware he, of he, you. I think he parted off to the, to the, to the trance set shortly after our set. I think he gave, oh, okay. gave rock and roll up for dead Fair once enough. he saw us playing. and oh, was okay. like, sorry, I'm going back to the techno. But um, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if I can get an FA Cup ticket. That would be absolutely brilliant because I've not yet gone to... See, Arsenal play at Wembley. Oh, dear. Oh, at Wembley. Oh, OK. Yeah, but, it, but, you know, but I'm anti... I mean, I'm going. Obviously, I'm, to, I'm looking forward to it, but I'm totally anti the Wembley yeah. semi-final. Obviously, it's terrible. They've got to pay off that debt. They've got to pay off the debt. Anyway, let's... We can't <laughs> battle around any longer, Billy. What's going to happen in the away game at Burnley on Saturday? We're 5.30 kick-off, I think. Sky Sports one. Yeah, yeah. As much as I was looking forward to these score predictions, I remembered that it was Burnley away. And I think it's going to be something really boring, like a 1-1 draw. A draw? Yeah. That's not going to be good enough. No, I know. Not only boring, but actually a little bit worrying as well. It's, it's kind of but we will f- be f- third. No, we will finish the third. worst we can do. Is third. Yeah, third at the end of the weekend, no matter what happens. Because that's true. United are playing Man City, so. Oh, that's awesome. What you mean if if we no matter we, what happens if we lose oh if we lose right. um, the lowest we can finish the, the weekend is third because yeah, only one of them can overtake us. Oh God, no, that's a good stuff. There you yeah. go. Um, so what do you think is going to happen though, Ollie? Are you going to be on when are you flying out? I will land and I will put on my phone straight away and I've okay. asked my dad to text me the score. Um, I mean, this is the first time. And what will the score be when you get um, that text? What will it say? Uh, Predict. What will it say? I think we will win two one. Good work, Matt Mason. If this was November, I would really worry about <laughs> Burnley away. Yeah. But it kind of feels like three years ago when we were reeling in Spurs or last year when we went to Hull before the FA Cup final. And it looks like a tricky fixture on paper, but I think the momentum's with us and we will win 3-1. I like it, yeah. I'm going to go... I'm going to go 2-0. Yeah. Clean sheet. Clean sheet, yeah. yeah. Controversial. I'm I am plucking a controversial clean sheet out of there, yeah. I'm, yeah. I, you know, our Spain is... I'm, I feel really safe in his hands. <laughs> not, you, not Arsenal, you personally. I personally feel warm. Feel like warm. He could carry in his me slightly in overweight hands. <laughs> <laughs> he looks well, like yeah, right, whispering in your ear. Yeah. Oh, that, that could be where, where is he from? Is he like as Colombian? Colombian. Cool. Yeah. Have you played Colombia? No, um, okay. but uh, my brother-in-law's Colombian. So oh. 
Amazing. Even better. Now, I think we've definitely got to call the podcast something about you being in Ospina's hands. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just thinking, Sorry. About, thinking it over, mulling it ahead, away in my head. <laughs> this is quick, the process quick, we go through. What really should we call clever. the podcast? It's like that Alan Davis thing. You've watched the Alan Davis program where they do the whole yes. thing and then they think of the title at the end. That could be a new format point we could steal. You think what? You think he's stolen it? Yeah, from... I thought he'd stolen it from Footballistically Arsenal. No, maybe he's right. Well, not, well I've never said that before. <laughs> have I? Maybe I have, God. No, no, no. I, I, I just watched it, assumed it. So this is a bit of a podcast format. <laughs> sat around a table making Of course, Alan here. Davis does do his own <laughs> yes. after podcast still, doesn't he? Does he still do it? Yes, okay. yes. I, don't listen, I can't listen to an arrival podcast, obviously. Nah. That's, that's terrible. <laughs> thanks, Ollie. Um, Thank you for having me again. And thanks to everyone for listening. Not and here next time. Not here next time. No, yeah. you're in Antigua, we yeah. know, yeah. Uh, but we will be here next time for our uh, semi final special next Thursday, 16th of April. Thanks a lot. Bye. 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 Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.